0: Hey, welcome back to episode 27, 27, 27, 27, 27, I can't do that much with my hands. 27, nice, I like that. Uh, So a little bit lighter of a topic today, Um, we had to delay this shenanigans for the week uh, just due to us moving around and got some other stuff to do. So we thought we would talk about some of our favorite lesser known toy brands. Um, and things like that so Barker do you want to show us what you brought for show and tell
1: <laughs> I didn't actually we, we have some around the house and I, I didn't take the time Addie probably hid them somewhere um, but the company that I am going to talk about today is behind me and if you're not familiar with my model classroom this is actually a playset that I took a photo of with my iPhone and then blew it up so that I can put myself in it because that's how that's the way I play today and so the company I'm talking about today is Playmobil um Playmobil is kind of like everybody's second favorite blockish figurine (laughs) company from Europe so it's a German company um I don't know how much you want me to go into depth right now but a German company uh and Playmobil itself it's part of a larger conglomerate that that makes it started by making casket handles and casket ornaments, and now they make uh, oh, like water-efficient planter boxes as well. But oh, they awesome. also make Playmobil toys yeah. for little boys and girls. Um,
0: Can we just talk for a moment about how your model classroom, this playset, has a tomahawk on the desk? I just want to know what the students are learning.
1: <laughs> it is specifically a history class. Um, so apparently nothing says history, like a tomahawk, and then, or a tomahawk, and then there's two different helmets, so there's a, a knight helmet over this way, right here on the bottom, and then there's one over there, there's a gladiator helmet on the bust, uh-huh. and there is a collection of arrowheads and, like, skin scrapers mm-hmm. from, like, caveman tools as well. Oh, and a, uh, it's also white. It is a, supposed to be, like, a shark tooth, like, spearhead, uh-huh. but... Addie, my daughter, was using it as a as a quill oh. instead. So she she automatically, you know, made it something less aggressive.
0: Well, that's good. Well, I I'm glad. And if you ever need to do math, you got that abacus right behind you, which will help out a ton.
1: It's base twelve though.
0: Uh, I know that'll piss <laughs> me off. I can't handle that.
1: That's for um, counting hours on the clock.
0: So I chose. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about. I chose Bandai um and they are a japanese company and the reason i chose them was because when i was a kid my all-time probably favorite tv show growing up was power rangers um and bandai was the one who made like power rangers toys and power rangers um like video games and like everything like that uh ironically just a fun fact uh If you have, like, younger kids or, like, you have, like, little brothers and sisters that watch, like, Power Rangers. Like, go back and watch the original ones. I think they're on Netflix, actually. You can watch them. Um, You watch them, and they'll be, like, intrigued. But watch them as an adult, and it is literally the most genius scheme for Ryan TV show. Something happens. The woman sends the bad guy down. They beat up the bad guy in their regular clothes. She throws her stick down. Bad guy grows big. They morph into their Power Rangers. They get the. Uh, they get the. Uh, oh man, now I'm having a zords. Brain. Thank you. They get the zords, and they make. Uh, uh, see, I'm drawing a blank. What do they make? What's the guy called? This
1: is
0: um, so it shows what a fan I was.
1: Um, sorry, I, I my my brain. As soon as we oh, went zords, I went. I was like Voltron. Voltron. No, no. Uh,
0: yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, come on, Turner. The Megazord? I want to say that sounds right, but uh, Zordon was the name. Yeah, because Zordon was, yeah, Megazord. So, yeah. But anyway, that's why I chose Bandai. So, we're going to talk about, like, so Bandai is a Japanese company. Uh, It starts after World War II, and they are a textile company originally. Um, And the interesting thing about it was that textiles were actually dropping. Um, and so, I'm going to say this wrong, probably, it's Nahu, Naharu uh, Yamashina uh, basically worked at his brother-in-law's, like, textile company, and he was like, oh my god, like, there's a market for toys, I'm going to start trying to make toys. And so he convinces his brother-in-law to let him have, like, a section of the company, let him run it, and uh, he originally has Benda ya which gets shortened to Bandai, in 1961. You want to go into play? Does that go good? You did your start play Playmobil. So I guess I said, I guess I can go in a little bit more. They make, um so the original thing is they make this thing called the rhythm ball, which is basically just like a ball that goes through. <laughs> and then they make a metallic toy, which is a reproduction of a B-26. Um, kind of ironic that they're making American bombers um, after what had happened in World War II. But that I mean, I guess that will happen. So they, uh, in 1955, they get to building and they get a little bit more of a a company. And really their first like products are cars and they just, they build a bunch of different car kits. They have kits to make the cars. They have um, like making model cars themselves. And we're not talking like Hot Wheels, like this big. We're talking like, you know, metallic cars, a little bit bigger. So that's, uh, that's kind of their history up through what people really wouldn't know
1: about them. Well, Playmobil is kind of the reason I know about it is that like we had family that like gave us their Playmobil when their kids got too big for them and then we saw them and then like there was one store in Longview that would carry them and it was Bob's Sporting Goods. It was Fair- literally like a hunting store. Nice. But, like, they carried Playmobil, and, and Playmobil today has produced three billion figures. Like, they've sold three billion figures, wow. and they have over 40, between 30 and 40 different themes of, like, sets. And one of the things, reading a lot of articles, people in the U.S. are like, it kind of always kind of gets put in the category of obscure European toys in America. And I think today like they they've started been carrying more and more uh, by like target and some more mainstreamed uh companies but there's not they don't carry like a whole aisle like they do for Lego yeah and it's always kind of been overshadowed by Lego because yeah we'll get to that here in a little bit but um the reason that they 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 the company uh the owner like went to this toy designer named Hans Beck and said, Hey, I want you to start designing a toy. We need to compete. You know, we need something small. We need to like make something of our own, a, like a play system. You yeah. know, what I mean a toy system. And so Hans Beck developed a patent in nineteen seventy two for essentially an open bottom it's like it's like this really long, obscure, like like random code for Dude. the patent. And it says, like, open bottom, because the chest of Playmobil is open, so you can fold their legs up. Um, And eventually, what really kind of pushes it into production is that there's an oil shortage in 1973. And they started producing the Playmobil figures because they used less plastic than hula hoops. And so the the original line of Playmobil came out in sets of, there was three different styles. There was knights, Native Americans, and construction workers. (laughs) <laughs> and it, it, that's the great but thing about like, like that for,
0: i feel like that's a bad joke like it needs to be a punchline like a night a, a native american and a construction worker walk into a bar but i don't feel like there's a good punchline
1: it, it's like one one policeman short of the village people yeah um,
0: <laughs> exactly
1: but so like if you as you can see them on the screen there like their legs they they, like they can sit with their legs straight out they have no knees um and then they have no elbows Yep. The original ones had no elbows. Their arms were just straight. And then the wrist, there was no articulation. Like There was no rotation in the wrist. That comes in, I think, 82. Okay. <laughs> so the original, and that's and like, we actually, I actually know that at home at my mom and dad's, we have some that are so old that like, that's how you can tell like the, the era. Is yeah. if the, the hand is the same color as the sleeve and there's no delineate, like it was, it's not a separate mold. You know that it's a pre like 82 Playmobil. And so we have some, like, OG Playmobil. Jeez. And so, like, we grew up playing with them. And the ones that we played with the most were the Western-themed ones.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Cowboys and Indians. And then they eventually came out with, like, the Union versus the Confederacy. And, like, I, I the more I think about it, my my dad, like, raised us on John Wayne movies.
0: Yeah. So that just that's made sense. Then.
1: Just, yeah, it totally just made sense with my my – entire raising that way um and then like as they got older like (laughs) there was no women for the first two years it took them two years to go through and make like oh yeah we should make girls and kids and babies and then there could be families and so like we always like there was always these great like playmobile catalogs and they're really like dioramas like if you think about the old like shoebox dioramas you're like made back in elementary school that's literally what Playmobil was, except it was all made out of plastic. But you would look in this magazine, and it would be like there was a page for knights, and we didn't have that many knights. We had some, um, but we had like mostly cowboys and Indians. And then there was like, you know, Playmobil City. And then there was always like the Playmobil dollhouse. Mm-hmm. And now that my girls, I have girls, my mother-in-law, and my mom are like, my mom's like, finally I can buy girl Playmobiles. Yeah. And so it's like all of this like dollhouse stuff and it's extremely like detailed. Like yeah. even the one like in this classroom set there's a little um, it looks like a almost like a pill bug fossil.
0: Okay.
1: But it's the it's a little mole it's only like this it's tiny. But the detail they put into it and like if you see this textbook on the desk yeah. it actually like has like little pictures and stuff in it that would be you know I mean it looks like a a history textbook not just yeah. a book not just squiggly lines like Charlie Brown on wall. <laughs> that's funny but um and then in the 90s and we actually own this playset for my kids they started making what was called kind of like how lego has duplo
0: yeah
1: Playmobil went with what they call Playmobil one two three essentially with smaller pieces the hair doesn't come off like it does on the other one so they don't choke on it and all that stuff yeah. but you know they started making kind of like bigger chunkier like fewer parts but bigger pieces kind of a deal right. and the boat actually floats
0: oh fun fact
1: Yeah, fun fact. Um,
0: Why is Noah wearing, like, clothes from the 1800s and not,
1: like... Because it is a German company. Um, (laughs) Welcome to Dusseldorf. And it's interesting because they... What is it? uh, Zerndorf is, like, the the flagship uh, factory and, like, production area. Kind of where it all started. But they have production facilities in Germany, Malta.
0: Oh, really? Malta.
1: Yeah, I've thought of all places, Malta, um, to Czech Republic and Spain.
0: Oh, go.
1: And at three of those locations are – no, hold on. They have four theme parks. What? They're, they're, they're Playmobil Fun Parks.
0: Okay. There's one
1: in Zerndorf right next to the production facility. There's one in Malta next okay. to the production facility. And then there's one in Paris, and there's one in Athens. Really? And there used to be one in florida oh but i mean like if you think about it it, it's like like Legoland. yeah just they don't have the market share so um and so like to wrap it up like what they've been doing recently like one of the things that people like in one of the articles this woman was talking about like she went to a museum in germany and like was buying like bought these like brought them home and like said hey don't you guys want to play with these and her kids were like 10 and 12, and they're like, No, her 10 year old's like, no, I play with Legos more now. Because like he's like, the pieces are interchangeable and I can build anything I want. You know, he's like, with Playmobil, I can't take the wings off the jet and put them on the boat. Yeah. You know, you can put the pirate in the airplane or put the, you know, the pilot on the pirate ship, yeah. but you can't modify like the play sets as much. Yeah. So what they've been trying to do, they've been trying to branch out. And so they've they've acquired some IPs. Yeah. So there's back to the future. Classic. Um, Ghostbusters. Yep. And then How to Train Your Dragon. And the one I didn't take a picture of was uh, Spirit Riding Free, which is about a a horse.
0: A horse movie. It's kind of
1: like, you know, kind of a horse series. And then they also have a licensing deal with the NHL, um, Porsche. And at one point they were doing like soccer. They made little soccer figurines that would actually have like a kicking motion. Oh, cool. But their best-selling figurine, like set, and like usually you can buy like one figure in a box by himself, and it's only about, you know, I mean they're they're what I say, three inches tall. So it's like a three and a quarter inch tall box, yeah. you know, by about an inch deep. And it usually has a figure with like a couple of accessories in it. They're number one selling figure of all time. Keep in mind, German company. Get your mind out of the gutter, it's not that guy. I, I was like, Oh, okay. It's Martin Luther. There you go. On the five in, – in 2017, on the 500th anniversary of the Protestant Reformation, they came out with a Martin Luther um, figurine. I'm going to make it a little bit bigger there because it's Martin Luther. You can see his face back there if you're unfamiliar with what he looks like. But uh, they made 34,000 figures in the initial run and sold out in three days. Wow. And by the summer of that year, they were selling their millionth unit of the Martin Luther. Um, So, I mean, it's just – the other thing that stuck with me is the Smithsonian had an article about Playmobil, and they were talking to somebody in Germany about toys and stuff, and the person said – America and Europe have different perspectives when they buy toys. Americans buy toys as a impulse purchase. And they're like Europeans buy toys as an investment. And they called Playmobil legacy toys. Because if you can keep all the pieces together, which is a struggle because they have like little and they're very accurately like molded like little pistols and stuff. Um, If you can keep them, they call them legacy toys.
0: Because they'll last for...
1: Compared to America... They say a lot of American toys are landfill toys.
0: Yeah, they'll break.
1: That's
0: yeah. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, one of my favorite Family Guy jokes is where the, Peter's riding up, and it's like the, the 1700s, and he goes, he goes, shouldn't you be working? He goes, no, we're off. It's Martin Luther Day. <laughs> he's like, ha-ha. And he's like, that's a very smart joke. <laughs> so, Okay. Well, I don't have as much to talk about because Playmobil has a little bit more. Bandai, uh, basically, so like I kind of ran you up to their first toy and things like that, and they built cars and, and stuff like that. Uh, later, they will actually launch, um, they, they, one of the things they do is they're actually really good at taking heroes that already exist, whether it be film, television, and making characters off of that. So they launched Astro Boy toy. So if you know, don't know who Astro Boy is, you can look that up. Uh, based off the animated series, and he was the first character that was in 1963. Uh, in the 70s, they partnered with Tonka and made a Japanese Tonka Japan. Um, so, a lot of the Tonka toys and things like that uh, made models and things like uh, going on from there. Um, they will introduce their first video game in 1985 um, for NES. Uh, and then in the eighties, that's when they really pick up steam and they'll make things like, um, basically what we know in the States, we would know basically Power Ranger series. Um, and they took part in creating the Power Ranger series. And again, Power Rangers was my favorite growing up. I was Power Ranger, uh, when, for my, uh, for Halloween one year, we were all Halloween. Uh, ironically, um, I was not. My favorite Power Ranger was the Blue Power Ranger because my favorite dinosaur was the Triceratops. But the ironic part is the um, Black Power Ranger and the African-American Power Ranger. Uh, his name was Zach. <laughs> For some reason, I never latched onto that. Um, but my brother did, and my brother had him because that was the one with the, uh, the Mastodon that would like run around. And I remember in the video game because he would drop like snowy rocks on like the villain, so he wouldn't use your power-up button. Um, back when video games were a lot simpler and you were just like, yeah, push. And then the boss died. Um, so, but anyway, they, Bandai also made like different games for Super Nintendo and things like that. Um, and have built up since then. They actually have, what I learned though, is they've released their custody of, uh, Power Rangers. They passed that off. Um, they agreed to mutually not, um, Have it. So it was Sabin uh, Sabin Brands and Bandai US Division mutually agreed to not renew their Power Rangers, and it's been taken over by Hasbro. Uh, But Bandai made, like, uh, had a lot of stuff with Sega and built a lot of companies and things like that uh, that go with it. They have dabbled in video games, um, uh, virtual reality, things like that. So they're continuing. And one of the things is they're actually. The third biggest toy maker in the world, and they what they bring in every year is around two hundred. I think it's like two hundred forty-two billion dollars. Guess how many employees they have for that two hundred forty-two billion?
1: Fifty
0: thousand. So it's higher. Uh, so yeah, fifty thousand. It's one hundred eighty. That's it.
1: Holy moly! Oh, that's not bad.
0: Yeah. So it's like holy crap, like. I don't think you get paid well. I think the company is just rich, but, um, but anyways, that was like Bandai, like, that's why I like jumped out at me. I was like, oh man, Power Rangers would be super cool. So, um, we are getting ready to shoot, uh, kind of our final episodes for the school year. And so what we thought would be kind of fun, um, would be, is we we were going to recap the school year. Um, but I was thinking about this as we're recording, Barker, what do you think about like throwing out like an Instagram, like, and Facebook poll? and letting people just ask us like questions about history. So it's not topics, just ask us a question and then we could just go down these lists of questions and give shout outs to people and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. We could do that. Like a, like a, yeah. A Q and a.
0: Yeah. Basically.
1: Episode. I like it. We'll see if we get anything.
0: Yeah. Throw it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was, it was really fun to like research toys and stuff like that. And like, Uh, To give you guys an example, so Barker came to me and basically said, like, hey, let's do some of these. We want to do something more upbeat because obviously the world right now is is pretty rough, no matter which way you slice it. Um, And we basically said, let's do something upbeat. So Barker had brought up, like, let's talk about toys. And I was like, yes, like, I'm all about that. And so he brought Playmobil. And I, all I could think about was Legos. And I did all my research on Legos. And I was like, Legos is awesome. But then I was like, why would I compare Playmobil and Legos? Like, let's not do that. So I looked up Nerf. Nerf is not as exciting as you think it would be. Um, so basically, I, it led us to, to meet a Bandai. And I had a good time doing this. So anything uh, you want to add?
1: Um, Hans Beck, the guy who invented Playmobil, um, there's a great quote. They were like, What what a, what makes it such... There's a, they said, the owner said, give me something that has the maximum play value with the least amount of plastic. Um, and he said by building things that, that three inch tall so that kids could manipulate it with their hands, uh, with it, what did he say? He said, it must be done with fingerspitzenfuhl, mm-hmm. which in German apparently, that, my German is probably terrible. Translate to it an instinctive feeling just to like, you know, manipulate and play. But because of Playmobil's, I guess, kind of like place in the world, in uh, the World Expo in 2000 in Hanover, he was recognized as one of the top hundred people from Germany to have a positive impact on, like from Germany to the world. Because again, over a hundred countries, you know, they distribute Playmobil to over a hundred countries from Germany. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, if it weren't for those darn yellow blockheaded people. And they just released a Playmobil movie last year, which it apparently did. was terrible. It just, just terrible. And the people were like, it was very clearly trying to be the Lego movie yeah. and just swung and missed. <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of it's kind of the life of Playmobil. But I grew up playing with them. Like I said, my mom and dad still have a box of Playmobil at home. And so it really is that legacy toy. They're really sturdy. They're really hardy. I think we only ever maybe broke one figure out of like the 60 we probably own. Yeah. Compared to the G.I. Joes that died valiantly in the firing squad. But yeah. uh,
0: <laughs> no kidding. Well, I was like, and that was like going back to like my Power Ranger stuff. Like uh, these Power Ranger models. So, like, these would basically, what they would do is, like, you can see, like, above my head, like, what would happen is these would be how they would stand. And then on the back, you could, like, push a button, and they would flip, and their their face shield, their their helmet would come on. And I remember that it it only works for so long. And then I remember when I got older, and I wasn't necessarily, and I found it, I was, like, trying to make it so their heads would, like, be balanced, like, they'd have two heads, like, out their body and stuff like that to try and figure it out but yeah those things did not not last as long so especially like when my brother picked him up and threw him or my sister picked him up and threw him because I was being a butt so but anyway um hey, until next time I'm the turn
1: I'm the bark
0: And we're going to be here a long time. School year's almost over. Stay strong. Make sure you participate. Engage you with your teachers. Get that A, right? And and let's move on from this. So have a good night, everybody. Be safe. And be well.